Welcome to Parents Evening Podcast with me, Sophie, and my parents, Joe and Matt. Hello. Hello. Well, this week, it's Christmas! <laughs> Woohoo! Yay. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. So I thought we could do a Christmas special this week. Talking about, like, our Christmas traditions, your guys' Christmas traditions yeah. growing up, and then how they've differed to, like, what we do, and how what, it's changed as we've got older and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So first right. of all, you like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Duh. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Christmassy stuff comes out a bit too early for my liking, mm. but no, love it. Yeah, it's my favourite time of the year. What do you think? I do, but I think as our Christmases have got smaller, it's yeah, it's that's not that's, the same. that's the only thing. We're used to big, massive sort of gatherings and stuff. But then, having said that, I can't do big, massive gatherings anymore. I can't be in a room with loads and loads of people. I just can't. And our family Christmases were in yeah. recent years, the last couple, not so much. But prior to that, all of the family together, just way too many people for me. So I find myself sat in the very back corner of a room and I don't move. Mm. So yeah, we're both used to growing up with big... Yeah, big, big. Coming together as a family. Yeah. I mean, you did a bit as kids but probably not as big as we had. No, I mean, we used to have, um, I don't called them aunts and uncles and their family, but they were actually, the one that I called aunt was my grandma's first cousin, but there was quite an age difference between them. So all the generations were slightly out. Mm. But yeah, we Yeah, we, we both have, had that. So that's one of the things that's different as well, because we were brought up with all these people that just our parents knew and were friends with that we called aunts and uncles. Yeah, I mean, mine were actual relations. Oh, yeah. They weren't... None of mine were. No, my, <laughs> my parents didn't do friends. So, no, mine were all hmm. blood relations. And there was always a lot of us. But yeah, I mean, we... we every year, it was... And we it was a definite thing every other year with us and my Auntie Jean and Uncle Stan who weren't aunts and uncles. We took it in turns. One year they came to us. Next year we would go to them. And it was weird. I loved it and it was absolutely amazing. But what would happen is we would get up, do Christmas, open presents and all that, have breakfast, get dressed. And then if it was our turn to go to them, we had to, and we were told, we were forced, to put all of our presents in a black bin liner and we would take every present we got round to theirs. It's a really weird thing when we arrived, and it was such a test of memory. We had to go through every item that was in the black sack and tell Auntie Jean and Uncle Stan, this is this from so-and-so, this is this from so-and-so. So you had to remember what who everyone oh, I thought you got you from. Before you even opened them. Like no. you put them all in a bag no. so that you would open them. No, we'd open them just us as a family, <laughs> but then scoop them up and take them with us and say, right, well, I got this from him and that from her. And then they would do the same with theirs, but they obviously they, they were there. But then we would spend the whole day there and every other year it swapped and that was how it was. It's just this bizarre thing we had to do at the start where we turned up with the bin liner with all our presents in and going through... Yeah, that was from um, yeah him, and that was from them. 
but it was weird. Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember it. my mum got to a stage that it, it used to be a shared one year my mum and dad would do it the next year it would all be at my nan and granddad's house boxing day was always i suppose i don't know i can't remember if it was christmas at one and boxing day at the other but i do know that my granddad on my dad's side because he was his wife had died by then and i know had died so he was on his own so he would one year boxing day he would come to us wherever mm. we were and then the next year he would go to his daughter and son-in-law and their kids mm. um so he would swap it between but i mean it was such it was a blended family as well because um my mum lost her dad when she was 15 and the year after she married my dad her mum remarried mm. and granddad jack my step granddad he had got um three children from his first marriage so there was my mum and her sister my mum at that stage married mm. then there was uh he had twins who were still at home but they were only a few years younger than yeah. my mum but his eldest son was married and by the time I came along, I just had his second child. Mm. So we all got together for Boxing Days as, as well. So yeah. there was lots of blended families going on. So you'd got all the, the relations from my, my nan's side yeah. with my great-grandma and cousins and, and everything. And then you'd got everything from his side as well. Mm. So it really was massive, massive Christmas get-togethers. Yes, it's weird you say that because I don't remember what happened with Nan and Grandad at Christmas. All right. Because we always did this thing with Jean and Stan and their family. I was going to say, when you said every other year, I thought you were going to say every other year you went to each grandparent. No, because we, we only had the one set. Oh. Or by the time I was born, we only had the one set. But no, we would always see them at some point. Yeah. But I guess that sort of bit in between. Because so I think I'm, they would sometimes be there for New Year because that was a big thing as well. Right. Yeah, New Year wasn't really a big thing for us. It was... My mum always used to say that Christmas was for family, especially as we became teenagers, mm. and then New Year was for friends. So that would be... I would be out mm. from... I think I was about 14, 15, when I started going out-out mm. for New Year. Out-out. Going out-out, yeah. Out-out. So, yeah, you know, it was, it was always that way. My mum got to the stage where she liked to host Christmas every year. Yeah. She liked to be the one doing the cooking. I think my nan wasn't very good at cooking. So, um, yeah, to keep my dad happy, she would do it also. I mean, mm. I remember the one year we had, um, we lived in above the shop in, I mean, it sounds as if it's going to be really pokey, but the house had been converted into a great big, it was a double-fronted house, and the front part of it was a massive general stores mm. and news agents and we lived in the back and upstairs and I mean there was one two three four bedrooms the one side of the house had a massive landing on it where there was it was sort of set up as a office but there was also um, a sofa up there that turned into a sofa bed mm. the front room was absolutely ginormous downstairs you've got the kitchen we had an old-fashioned pantry. There was a huge dining room. 
and then at the back of that there was a absolutely massive conservatory and then the garden mm. it went back so far so we had a lot of space it was originally built for one of the earls of the city mm. and i call it a city it, it never seemed like a city to me because it, it was at the time i think it was the smallest city in england but it was just an amazing house so christmas christmas eve i mean i remember the one year i gave up my bed for my great-grandma because my room was sort of set back and it was also next to the bathroom, which mm. was good for her. Mum and Dad slept on the sofa bed. My nan and granddad had their own room. Somebody else had my brother's room. And then there were all of the kids. There must have been a dozen of us mm. kids, that, cousins. We were all on with sleeping bags in the front room, mm. the upstairs front room. And there were two or three sets of aunts and uncles Mm. so we were it was just massive so the main thing i remember about that christmas is after all the present opening we went out for a walk before the the turkey had already been cooked my parents always cooked the turkey overnight Mm. and they always did a second joint so generally it would be pork i think Mm. and then they would do beef for boxing day but yeah we we went out for a walk and we'd got a dog and my one aunt and uncle had got a dog and the dogs were left shut in because everything was fine because the pantry door had the round handle which dogs can't open it's not as if they can jump up and do the lever handle yeah these two dogs got in and they ate the meat so uh, that was a very different christmas and i think that was the same year that my brother got a scalex trick and he came down and he said, Mum, Dad and my uncles won't let me play on it because they were busy having races against each other on his electrics, and they got told off. But yeah, we had lots of Christmases like that. Great big, huge round table, mm. which after Christmas, everybody... My mum always got really mad because she'd done all the cooking with my nan's help. And there, were, there was always women in the kitchen helping out. But my dad would always say, right, us men will go and do the washing up. And there was a lot of washing up. And my nan, every single year, and I think this is why my dad volunteered, she'd say, no, 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 you boys go and get yourself a drink. Us women will do it. And my mum was furious because she said by that stage, Hmm. her feet were cooling her. She just wanted to sit down. But yeah, big, massive family Christmas. One year, um, I don't know how it happened. It could have been the year with, I don't know. No, because that wouldn't have given us time to arrange anything. Um, There was a big posh hotel just down the road um, that we used to supply. And for free, they gave the entire family, we all went there for Christmas, Christmas dinner, which was a weird one. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Fancied that going out. No, no, it was weird. Mm. I think it was after that that my mum said... I'm hosting Christmas mm. September. I don't want to go out on Christmas Day. So what was like a typical Christmas day look like? Well, I think you'll go back a bit. Because one thing I remember as a kid was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Just hilarious. And it was one of the years Christmas Eve. I got one of the biggest bollockings ever of my life. Oh, wait. So uh, Advent calendars. Did you have Advent calendars? 
Yes. Chocolate ones? No. No. <laughs> the same they, they one that you thing. open and close with a picture in it, and you had the same one every year. Oh, we didn't. No, I know some people that did. Um, but no, we didn't. We did have ones that you, you just yeah, got it was a picture, a picture, like an angel yeah. or a donkey. And I think they were saying the other day that chocolate ones didn't come in until... They weren't popularised, really, yeah, in the 90s. the 90s, I think. Mid-80s, yeah. mid late 80s, I think. Yeah, we, we were the cardboard, open a little slit, and yeah. you got a picture of a Which robin or an angel. Very exciting. Or, mm. But they were for us, because that was what we knew. Mm. It was like, and sometimes you get a bigger window, and you get a double one, Christmas Eve, <laughs> which would be like the the, sea, the nativity scene, and the, the, mm. the stable and the everything. So yeah, that was... So decorations. Because I remember growing up, because I've said to you before, mm. you don't see them anymore these days. We used to have the tree in the front window and decorations and stuff. But we had shitloads of ceiling decorations. Oh, we did. Foil. You just don't see oh, them anymore. Had, Trying um, to describe like it to the, you is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, like stuff that comes down. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, like a bell or something that kind of like yeah. spirals down. Yeah, or just down. like a big globe that's like yeah. red and gold. Yeah, oh, yeah. Foil we, we stuff. Have, we had we some. Had I think some, we had one or two. Like a but bell or something. We had all our ceilings were covered in them and like streams of tinsel going to them and it was just like... Paper chains. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the ceilings, you just don't see it anymore but there's loads of bloody pinholes and shit. But the ceilings were decorated as much as anything else was. My dad used to blow up balloons. Yeah. Just your regular, ordinary balloons. Mm. And looking back on it, he was being quite rude with it because it would be two round ones and a long one. Yeah. But he would rub them against his jumper for the static to build up yeah. and just stick them to the wall. Yeah. He didn't tie them to the wall or anything. Mm. And then after a few days, they'd... They'd yeah. fall down, so he'd just do, do it, it again. again. Yeah. yeah, that's science. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, Christmas Eve was just because we put stuff out because when we were told it was time to go to bed, put stuff out for Santa. What did you put? I think it was like a mince pie, a carrot, and I think a glass of sherry. Which looking back at it, I know my man. I was going to say, Dad's not a not drinker. drinker. So whoever got you to do it, you could tell which way around it was going to go because it was either a glass of milk or a glass of sherry. <laughs> but then we used to have the job and it was quite a laugh doing it, but we had to bring the presents down from mum's bedroom. So she so was... how old were you at this stage? I was going to say, because your brothers are older as well, so surely yeah. they were just like, what are you playing at? Spoiler alert, Santa's not real. <laughs> but no, I suppose it was like pre-teen, teenager, I suppose that sort of... Right. Even going up to... 1718 we we used to go up that would be our ritual last thing we did before we went to bed we would be going up and down the stairs to mum's bedroom getting the presents and then bringing them down and giving them to mum and saying this one's from your brother that one's from your other mm. brother that's for you that's for dad that's for me and she would place them in the piles right but knowing how narrow the staircase was in that house yeah and us three backwards were barging each other and it was just such a laugh us going up and down but yeah I got such a bollock in one year because I picked up these two things and you can just tell I knew they were posters they were rolled up posters I got caught and we used to talk to each other as we were passing each other on the stairs said, oh this is a big square one this is for you and oh this one's a big round one that's for, that's for you and sort of winding each other up and discussing what we were bringing down so I had these two, which were obviously posters rolled up. And I came down, and mum was at the lounge door, and I banged them together, and I said to my two brothers, 
posters. Someone's got posters banging them together. Oh god, I got such a bollocking. I didn't do any more presents that year. I was sent straight to bed because <laughs> I had. I got such a bollocking because I didn't know what it was. It could have been anything. It could have been breakable, and I could have broken it and ruined someone's Christmas. Oh, was it posters? Yeah, posters. <laughs> you can tell. You know, yeah, that's posters. But I got such a bollocking. But then when we used to come down Christmas morning, there would always be other presents that we hadn't brought down with different labels and different wrapping right. paper. They say, were, the, they were the ones from Santa. You'd have clocked on. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the stuff for Santa. Now go and bring the presents down. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, so maybe were, he's not real? There were other stuff with our names on. So we... My brother and I, we had my parents' version of a Christmas stocking, um, and it was actually uh, a pillowcase. Mm. So lots of presents would be put in that, and you'd see nothing of it until you woke up in the morning, and mm. it was at the foot of your bed. Right. Now, it wasn't... I've heard other parents say that the whole point of the stocking is so that the kids don't when they wake up on Christmas morning, instantly go and wake They've everybody got else to keep up. Them happy. Yeah. But we weren't allowed to do that. We had to drag them into the main living room and then there would be other presents under the tree. Mm. But we had to I think what was under the tree was from the immediate family. What was in the stockings were smaller bits and pieces yeah. from extended family. Mm. Um but my mum would sit there, we had to open them one present at a time. Yeah. And my parents would sit there with us, sort of initially it would just be the four of us, and they would sit there with us and my mum would have a pad of paper with our names on it and what we got and who it was from. Mm. She did try one year just taking the gift tags off and sort of slipping it, if it was a box of something, yeah. slip it inside or sellotape it to it mm. and then they all fell off. Yeah. And so, because we had to write thank you letters yeah. Yeah, to everybody to. for every present. So when did, because we've missed a bit, Christmas trees, when did mm. your Christmas tree go up? Because I know your dad was big on Christmas trees. More later, actually, with the oh, grandkids. Because, right. um, it's, again, it's one of those things that we, just, we did with mum rather than dad. I don't really, I can't think of, I can't, thinking back, put into context sort of when it when is. Right. I imagine it was, it was, I would say it was up for a couple of weeks before Christmas, I would have thought. Because early December, I was always really upset. My birthday is ten days before Christmas, but my mum never wanted my birthday to be overshadowed by Christmas. So all my friends at school, their trees went up the first weekend in December. Mine never went up until after my birthday, and I would, I felt so left out from all of my Too friends right. at school. Late birthday, and it was suffer. only. <laughs> It was only when I told her how sad it was, mm. it made me feel that we, you know, we weren't celebrating Christmas. She said, mm. yeah, because we're celebrating your birthday. I said, but my birthday and Christmas to me, it's like 10 days and, mm. then, and then you've got all the after Christmas stuff. Yeah. So it's like a two week Christmas day. Mm. But please, can we have, can I have a tree up when I have my party? I want a Christmas tree up. Because some people had said, oh, you're not religious then. You don't yeah. don't celebrate Christmas. And it's like, yeah, we do, but not yet. Mm. So, yeah, that used to make me sad. So what do you remember about pre-Christmas build-up? No, <laughs> Put out mince pies and a carrot and milk for Santa and Rudolph. Mm-hmm. When you go to bed. <laughs> then, obviously, as I got older and started staying up later, you're like, 
Yeah, alright, we'll just bring the presents down now, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <I'll sit there. laughs> and then we normally put the Christmas decorations up, like the first weekend in December. Mm. I mean, my family have always been, growing up, it was always um, card games of an evening around the, the table with everybody. My, yeah. my great-grandma, she was wonderful. <laughs> she taught us to gamble. Um, she had a huge sweet jar that was full of one and two P coins, coppers, and whoever was hosting Christmas on any get-together we used mm. to have throughout the year, we would have several card nights. But yeah, so she was in charge of bringing the money, all the coins, so you, she'd... Uh, share them out between us and we'd gamble on our cards and then at the end of the evening the money would all go back in the pot hmm. you'd keep a note of who'd won that year yeah. or who'd won that game but um but yeah massive massive card games yeah you play a lot of games not so much card games because it's always we play loads of cards hmm. but it's just a lot of stuff dad would spend the year making yeah i know he was big into uh, his homemade games you played a few of them mm -hmm. you? just it's, it's weird because essentially my dad was pretty much Victorian yeah. in his outlook on stuff, mm. wasn't he? So we used to play really old-fashioned parlour games. Good they fun, were, though. They were brilliant fun. There were so many that, like the um, bowl of flour with the 50p on top, mm. which you just sort of... I, cannot, well, I don't think we played that one. I think you told us All right, that. yeah, you, get, um, you make like a sandcastle out of flour, put a 50p on the middle of the top, and there's a... You wouldn't do that, it's horrendously dangerous. A massive great carving knife, and you take it in turns to carve a slice off the flower castle. Whoever is last, when it topples over and the 50p goes into the pile of flour, has to get the 50 essentially wins the 50p, but they have to take it out with a mouth. That was it. Then there was the Mars bar game, which was an unwrapped Mars bar. Again, there seems to be a lot of knives going on here, but a big carving <laughs> knife or a lot of sort of sharp kitchen knife, a pair of rubber washing up gloves, and a dice. And you go round, and if you bowl a six, you've got to put the gloves on mm. and try and cut a piece of Mars bar off before someone else rolls a six. Because as soon as they have, you've got to take them off and you don't get. So you just go round, it's just frantic, and the gloves would get ripped, and then you're throwing knives around to the next person, and it's just mayhem, but just so much fun. But we were talking, weren't we? One of the mm. big parts of our Christmases, and it was only Christmas, was drinks, which was a bit weird as as young yes. kids, wasn't it? Yeah. But there were drinks as kids, pretty much you only ever had at Christmas. Yeah. It's the only time we were allowed them. And I found them so that you can try it. I, don't think I mean, these would be with your Christmas dinner. Yeah. The grown ups would as be having kids. wine or beers. Or orange juice if you're my dad. Snowballs and baby shams. As kids, this is what we were allowed. Yeah, see, I, I never had snowballs. That was Didn't something. You? Well, my granddad Jack used to make his own snowballs. Yeah. He used to love them, but because he knew what the alcohol was going into it. So in our house, we knew that they were alcoholic. Yeah, it's weird because these were essentially portrayed as a drink for a kid and we were i would say pre-teen oh i was real young kids five six years old but yeah, it turns out we found out years later <laughs> there is actually some alcohol in them yeah i remember my cousins talking about baby jam mm. we like we just never had it but yeah. they did so what is what am i drinking <laughs> well this one's a snowball right which 
add the car and why have you put two? Coconut? So I inch. thought you were going to have one of those and one of those. Well, you will, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, look, it's alcohol, 3.5%. Mm. So th- I don't know what the alcohol is. Yeah, but what? It's Advocar. Lemonade, oh, that's the alcohol. Lemonade, Advocar and lime. And it was just really... I always thought it looked like custard when my granddad made it. And yeah, he would always weird. sprinkle sort of um, desiccated coconut on mm. top. It's sort of fizzy, frothy, foamy stuff. I mean, it doesn't taste alcoholic. No, I think that's part of the problem. I say we first realised it had got alcohol in it when one of your cousins, or your step-cousin... Baby sham, 6% I just realised. Her mum gave her loads the first Christmas that we did the big family Christmas, and she got all giddy, and nobody could work out why, and somebody looked at the bottle and went, it's 6% alcohol, and she was six years old. But this was, I mean, this just... This was Christmas. A snowball and a baby sham. That was just like, oh, God, you're in heaven. You knew Christmas had arrived and you were so grown up. Especially when you think, when we'd go to Jean and Stan's, they had a bar. They had their own bar in the dining room. You saw it, didn't you, just yeah. before they moved? Which you think he'd made himself. So, I mean, we were, I don't know, 8, 9, 10, 11, sitting on a bar stool, being poured our snowballs and our baby shams. We were so grown up. But, I mean, I can remember every time we went out for a meal when I was little of an evening, mm. my mum and dad would get us baby shams. Oh, right. Oh, no, it was only Christmas. I only ever saw them at Christmas. But that was just Christmas dinner, which was just... It was just Christmas dinner. I mean, it was turkey, veg, spuds. Did you used to have starters? Yeah. My mum always did minestrone soup, but a very, very... Yeah, she used to buy a soup packet mix mm. so it was dry and then depending on how many of us there were was how many mm. packets you would need um and then just add water to it and bring it to the water so it wasn't creamy or anything like that um i think we used to have bread rolls with it but she said there's no point in having a heavy starter because you're gonna have massive christmas dinner and then loads of different puddings yes, and everything to me, no, that's it. It's water based, so it no, is. No, I know, but it's not mm. thick and creamy soup. It's not even as thick as a cup of soup. Mm. But no, I think it was generally pretty much always a few bits of lettuce and a, a prawn and some sauce on it. What but, time did you have lunch? We were kind of at about two o'clockish. I, I really think. got any concept of time Christmas Day? Because quite often we'd have really? to pause during the courses. So that the oldies could all watch the Queen's Speech at three. I've no idea. That had to be watched. We didn't really do it. That's the one thing I do remember is it was the, uh, the Not watching it. <laughs> well, no, it was raw. I was going to say, yeah, it freaked me out the first Christmas I spent with your mm-hmm. family. No TV from, from Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve night. There's nothing until, until after New Year, New really. You didn't have the te- telly wasn't on yeah. at all. We didn't watch anything. We just played. Mm. Didn't really miss it, to be honest. We were just busy. Yeah, I think back in those days, there weren't as many Christmas specials. Well, there were. There was like Morecambe and Wise and all that kind of stuff. And like, there weren't the soap, mm. but there was. There were specials and films and stuff. But no, we just we just played. It was definitely no telly for a week. But yeah, that's it. Lunch. There was a bit. Always a bit of a lull after lunch. Yeah, most of the men would fall asleep. Yeah, be a bit of dozing. Although, while we carried on playing with what we got, I do remember. I can't remember whether it was. It must have been before lunch. So all the preparation would be done and stuff would be put on 
to cook slowly. We had a massive, massive park um, just down the road from us and sort of back a bit. We all used to go out en masse, mm. whoever was there, for a walk. I mean, I suppose we would so be you walking had, the dogs. You had dogs but as well. But it was out on this walk. Mm. The dogs had been left behind, and that's when they mm. got into the yeah. pantry and ate the turkey. But no, we, apart from, say, in turns, going around to whoever's, but we just didn't leave the house. Just played, asked about. I suppose if we had, like, a ball or something, we'd go out on the drive and kick about. But... I remember the year that I got a bike for Christmas when we were at the shop, and... I don't know whether it was a wet Christmas or a white Christmas, but I couldn't go out on my bike or even in the garden on my bike. So my dad carried it down the stairs and put it in the front, the main shop room. Um, and I was cycling around the shop on my bike. So you had your dinner, your own yep. crackers. Yeah. Yeah. After wear your hat, the law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had your baby sham and your snowballs. Yep, absolutely. Had your pudding. Yep. All the oldies are falling asleep. Yep. Then they all wake up. Yep, because we're making too much noise playing with our toys, generally. And then... And then just kind of more playing. I say, because we just used to continuously do loads of different parlour games and weird shit. Yeah, I mean, with us... And with what we'd got and, or say, actual was, proper board game. There was lots of cards around the table and stuff mm. like that. Um, all the... There was always way too much food done. Mm. So all the leftovers was once the dogs had been put in their right mm. places. Um, it would all just be piled up in the kitchen. Mm. And as and when anybody wanted it, they'd go and help themselves to more food. We never really had a tea on Christmas Day. It was just... I suppose it was, no, it was kind of like having a buffet of the have, leftovers. We didn't have a tea... Because, like you say, leftovers was kind of sort of milling about, and mm. they were just there. But there were just loads of puddings. Yeah. Tea. Because mum would always do a trifle. There's chocolate magic. Yeah, my dad would always. Mum's cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah, it wouldn't be. There were lots of puddings around, but I say it was more savoury. Yes, yeah, so you'd sort of, of an you'd, evening. You'd Bread pick, and butter pick up a bit and... of turkey and a a cold potato, and then mm. go in the half dozen slices of trifle and oh, Christmas cake and. Do you have a slice of trifle? Well, a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you just go around having bits of that then. A bit of cheesecake, a bit of chocolate magic, a bit of trifle, mince pies, all the sweet stuff that weren't really good for you. Mm-hmm. Then play more cards until we and games until we got sent to bed. Yeah. Sit there by the vent listening to them carrying on playing. <laughs> so some people would stay over Christmas night although they tended to some would stay Christmas Eve others would stay Christmas night so there's people around on Boxing Day but not necessarily as mm. many but Boxing Day mum would have a massive um, joint of beef again you've got all the leftovers bubble and squeak used to mm. like bubble and squeak and she would do homemade chips mm. so you would everybody would be eating in batches and then as people got healthier there would also be a massive salad to go with it mm. yeah i think that's about the time i started doing uh, curries because uh, yeah i remember her Ro- doing a curry first time we hosted mm. and they all came and roger one of my brother's friends he's just he was oh god he always come around he said, i can't resist your mum's curry so i've got to come around when it's curry night because she's doing throughout the year as well but yeah Boxing Day I'm sure she did a curry 
It's weird because I can't remember what we must have seen Nan and Grandad. Perhaps we did go and see him Boxing Day. Because one year I remember them coming and staying with us, but mm. that's it. Actually staying overnight Christmas Eve and being there Christmas morning, but I just don't remember. And then that sort of period between Christmas and New Year was just more of the same. Yeah, playing with your toys, perhaps not as much to eat and drink, playing games, seeing a few different people, but not really going out. Well, so we not went out every day and, to walk the dogs and everything, and go down yeah, to the park. Just spend the week in playing weird shit. I mean, some of the games. I can't remember which ones you've played that he's done. Done the, the jigsaw ones. He cuts up a picture. You've got to get your colour. It's a different colour on the back. Yeah. So the thing that's changed is even however young we were, it was always a page three calendar. So as really young kids, boys, we were over the moon running up and downstairs chasing, looking for those pieces. But yeah, he used to cut, take a picture out of the calendar, cut it up into little pieces he put one colour on the back of each picture. So you had the red ones, the whatever. And you were given your colour and the pieces were all hidden around the house. So it was just running up and down the stairs, trying to find your colour piece and then bringing it down and making your puzzle in the lounge carpet. But being... Boys being boys. <laughs> boisterous boys, the things we used to do, we'd, you know, we'd grapple on the stairs as we were passing each other nick someone else's coloured piece and flush it down the loo flush it down the loo <laughs> eat it throw it out a window hide it down your trousers anything so it just turned into a complete fiasco no one finished because everyone just nicked each other's bits but then see if I was the parent in that situation I'd be like we're not doing anything else until you complete yeah. at least one of your puzzles <laughs> <laughs> so then you you wouldn't be allowed to do you, like, you could hide them again yeah. but you wouldn't be able to just get rid of the pieces because then you'd never finish yeah but no, that was always good for a while. These mystery people boards you always, he'd always do. The big board of pictures of celebrities and stuff he'd cut out in newspapers in the last couple of months leading up to Christmas and you just had to say who they were. And there was some of them were weird mm. photos you've got from places. And where the hell have you dug that out from? Wasn't there one that was... I don't know if he did it or you did it. The one about like items being really zoomed in on a picture and you had to guess what the item was. Yeah, I think that's one I developed from one he did. Because that was another thing he did. It was the, the tea tray and the tea towel. I think mm. you played that one. Yeah, I just guess, like, remember the items. Yeah, show you a bunch of stuff on a tea towel for, like, 30 seconds and then take it away and you have to write down however many you could remember. And there would be shitloads on it. It would be crammed on it. It wasn't just, like, half a dozen shitloads. But we just do stuff like that all the I time. mean, he would absolutely love... Things like Richard Osman's House of Games and stuff like that. Now he would he would oh, have yeah. been brilliant hmm. at making games. So into games and doing thing. that. It's a shame. Like if he was born in a different time, he could have been a quiz question maker. Yeah, he'd been good at that. Because hmm. that he, wasn't he a thing when he was sitting back. You could tell he just loved yeah. sitting back and watching us do it. Mm. He wasn't interested in doing it. He just wanted mm. to spend. He put so much time into it, a lot of it into making these quizzes and games up mm. just the same we would just spend Christmas playing it was such a laugh but yeah then throw a bit of cards in that as well and Monopoly and arguing about that and various other games and then there's all the other bits and pieces you'd have got for Christmas that you were playing with and yeah I'm pretty sure it was Boxing Day afternoon or maybe afternoon on the 27th that was when my brother and I had to do our thank you letters alright it was very very quickly after Christmas 
You did thank you letters, didn't you? We thought mm. you did thank you letters. We were polite kids. Mm-hmm. I suppose your Christmases were a bit different because from when you t- you two were kids, I used to be in work Boxing Day because I worked at mm-hmm. MFI and mm-hmm. their, their, their sales started on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. So I used to have a week off before Christmas yeah. and then I'd be working every day past New Year because it was yeah. the busiest time of the year. So I suppose it was different. Yeah, I mean, I'd take the kids up to my mum and dad's mm. Boxing Day. And generally, my brother and his partner were there with their kids. Mm. So you still had that interaction. Yeah, the other family thing, just without me, mm. generally. So yeah, it was a bit different, I suppose. But then a couple of times we got away to my mum and dad's for New Year. Yeah. Which was a, again, it was a similar thing. I used to, it would do a thing on New Year's where it was um, a round robin games night wasn't it mm. he would do all the games he's ever done yeah I do remember that there was like a yeah and that's all I really remember a whole bunch of different games but like you that you had to like it was like a whole board of about 10 games and you had to go fill in all your scores your scores yeah. from everyone and he had an eventual winner at the end yeah. of it but yeah we used to do that quite a lot mm. but then it, it was different because it was it wasn't just new year then it was one of the kids birthdays mm. yes so it was even more impressive. Yeah. And it was weird because we had a New one Year's on Eve side. Yeah. on each side of the family. Yeah, a couple of years apart. Mm. So yeah, always happened. Mm. And then being here, it's not happened the last two years, but then we've had a different New Year because they do the, the local run, which is New yeah, Year's evening. Once, so. we, no, it's, it's not really a we've, well, we've, been, we've actually been to see it once but because of, of COVID, but and we've got our own New Year tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Watching musicals, getting wasted. Watching musicals, having a couple of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I drink. It's all good fun. I think I'm the only person that I know of that doesn't actually put on weight over Christmas and New Year. Because I'm not into... I, I can't eat a lot of food anyway the last mm. probably five years or more. Yeah, I just... Can't deal with huge amounts of food and constantly grazing and nibbling. And that's the thing. I don't think it's so much a huge amount of food. Yes, the main Christmas meal is a huge amount of food, but then it food and then it's you're picking at bits and pieces almost constantly. You sort of walk past, and, and it's just stuff that you wouldn't have at other times in the year. Like we don't normally sit at the table and have a whole box of Twiglets available. No, <laughs> no. Well, that's the only reason why not. <laughs> It's a perfectly reasonable thing to have. <laughs> Constant well, supply of tickets. Yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I think that's the biggest mm. problem. You, you're constantly snacking on bits and pieces like that rather than what's that off a stone between friends for a <laughs> two week period. It's fine. It comes, it goes. Yeah, by September, you've lost it. Yeah. I just feel guilty these days because there's so little I can do to help yeah that's what it is mm. no matter I don't, know it doesn't matter to you but it really, does matter to me don't really realise I'm doing much because I'm drinking sherry and <clears throat> yeah I mean it must be the only and... couple of days of the year where you're starting on the sherry at nine o'clock in the morning yeah it's Christmas isn't it it's all part of it so it's not just like sherry nine o'clock in the morning, is it? It's like, oh, I've had a couple of glasses of sherry. I'll have a Guinness now. <laughs> or I'll have a gym now. Oh, yeah, a glass of wine with lunch. Why not? Yeah, I was going to say, by the time you sit down to lunch for a drink, a bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So have you got good memories from Christmases growing up? Yeah. Well, I mean, as a parent, all you want is for your kids to enjoy these occasions and not think at the end of it you've done your best to achieve that. But you never really know. I mean, Christmas is my favourite time of the year, so... Mm. Yeah, that's right. We've obviously done something right. Yeah. yeah. Although I like the giving of Christmas. Because I think I'm quite good at picking presents for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah you, like are, to, you are good at yeah. getting presents I like for to people. see if it's worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's paid off. <laughs> oh, do you remember the year that we got your brother uh, a small indoor kids trampoline? No. No, because... Uh, yeah, no, yeah, asking I you would, if you yeah. remember. Yeah. We dadded, threaded it all I mean, together. I've seen the pictures of it. Yeah. yeah, I was having to string and it up to and construct bounce it. Bounce on it. I had to bounce on it to try and make sure that it was in the was right place. The bed was in the right place. The stitching up. And I'm just bouncing away on it when your brother walks into the room. I had to quickly throw a sheet over it and get him back out again. Thankfully, he was too tired to just sleep yeah. to realise what it was. But yeah, we've constructed a few things, haven't we? Mm. Mm. Quite a laugh that making things once you've gone to bed, and but it was easier getting you to bed earlier. Do mm. you give it all the Santa won't come if you're still up? Mm. I do. I mean, it amazed me Sophie's first Christmas because she wasn't due until the 25th of January, mm. but turned up on the 14th of December, and we decided to move back in with my mum and dad because mm. they were helping while I was still in hospital you were having to work mm. for some of it so they were looking after your brother so we were going to be there and I think I did actually go home on Boxing Day because you'd mm. gone to work yeah you did um, and of all the four kids that were there the four cousins that were there as I say you should have only been three cousins but you were there as well the biggest pile of gifts was for you. It was just enormous. Because everybody had just suddenly panic bought stuff Mm. and had, we got, my mum and dad had couriers turning up all Mm. over the place. And your, one of your brothers, he'd come to visit us in hospital Mm. and then him and his girlfriend had just hit Bristol city centre and bought masses and Mm. masses and masses of stuff. And then, because they were staying in our flat, because mm. we were at mum and dad's. So they'd gone back there, wrapped it all, stashed it all in my mum and dad's garage, mm. with my mum and dad's knowledge, when they went back for their Christmas with your side of the family. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was, you know, so many presents. One thing I didn't mention, we used to take it in terms of going between us and my and Gina, I Mighty Jean's birthday is Christmas Day. She's a Christmas Day <laughs> I didn't baby. Know that. Yeah, yeah, she's a Christmas Day baby. So, I mean, she said it's, it can be a bit of a nightmare because mm. people just give it like one present yeah, or a big present. Them. That's for both. But yeah, so there's always that as well. It's like it's her birthday, so <laughs> double whammy. So one thing I do remember is sort of turning teens, and rather than buy us. We'd have a main present from my mum and dad, which my dad was really bad at keeping secret. I mean, we had the one house we lived in, we had a, a sitting room that barely ever got used. Mm. And I would come in from school the one day and he'd say, don't trip over that big box in the middle room, will you? Because it's your Christmas present. So I'm straight in there. And yeah, it's a big cube um, music centre mm. thing. 
But yeah, it then got to the stage so we would have a main present from them, but we would have money. And we used to go out shopping before Christmas, choose what we wanted, come home, wrap it up, and it had to go under the tree. Because my brother, the one year, had a Walkman. And every day when my dad went to work, he would unpeel the sellotape, slide it out of the uh, wrapping paper, use it, and then put it back under the tree before my dad got back from work. But that's been their thing for a long time now. Birthdays and Christmas, Mm. they just do money because they don't want to buy us stuff that we don't want Mm. or that we might already have. And then I had um, a friend at school who he also used to get money for Christmas. He didn't spend it before Christmas. He would save it and go to the Boxing Day sales and get twice as much stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm. That was my favourite thing around Christmas. is like Christmas to basically New Year's Eve, you all spend, like all of us hanging out together for basically a week, eating Mm. everyone's food. Yeah. (laughs) And especially when we were kids and you'd you get toys for Christmas, you'd take a new toy each yeah. day and be like, have I got this? Have I got this? Have I got this? Isn't this cool? And taking your selection boxes with you, picking something from your selection yeah, box. Yeah, and having to write, write the letter of our initials <laughs> on it so we yeah. all know whose selection box was whose. <laughs> like, but this one's mine. No, because I've had my fudge. So that's got to be yours. <laughs> oh, absolute bargain. Grand and granddad's the other day. On the way out, there's a box of miniature chocolates out of a selection box. And I spotted on the top, I said, oh, fudge, my favourite, I love that. They both went, oh, you can have them all, nobody likes them. I know. What? So I had a pocket full of mini fudges. <laughs> Didn't you really? We got it on the way home. <laughs> That's the other thing about Christmas, is the lead up to Christmas, because we all used to go to Grand and Grandad's every Saturday. Mm. They would have their tree up. Yes. And they... Well, did they use? They used to have like actual chocolates that just hang on the tree. Yeah. yeah. Then there were so many of us that they would get like a little box of a bag of little chocolates. Yeah. And then we've all got little pouches with our names on mm. that go on the tree. Almost like miniature gift bag yeah. type things. Yeah. And they would all have a little chocolate bar in. And then every time you go around on a Saturday or like when we're special when we're kids, yeah. you would just go around throughout the time. And then yeah, you have your you'd run up to the tree and be like, "Hi, grand, hi, granddad, tree," <laughs> so, yeah. to get your chocolate from the, the tree. Great grandchildren have that now. The eldest of the great grandchildren was there, and so she was in charge of hanging all the different bags up and filling them. And then about oh an hour God, later, when, yeah. about an hour later, she said, "Can I have the chocolate from my bag, please?" So she went and got one. She said, Would you like me to refill it for you? So she's she's in charge now of filling up the bags. And making sure everybody's got their own chocolate in it. And so she she just does it all now. The young girls, young girls game now. Mm. Yeah. That's all these don't get involved anymore. It's <laughs> a bit of luck because they've been bloody overflowing because it's been so long since any of you have been there. That would be nice though if I yeah. went and it was three years worth of yeah. chocolates. I haven't seen you in three years. Here you go. Yeah. The bucket of mini chocolate bars. <laughs> There was one Christmas. So I'm just thinking now of like main Christmases that I remember. Mm. There was one Christmas. I'm trying to think what house it was in. But we all got, all us kids, the four of us, we all got little mini TVs. Yeah, yes. for Christmas from Grand Grandad. They had like 50 batteries stuffed in it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably only lasted like an hour, but we mm. didn't care. And we all opened it and it's got this little antenna on it and everything and a little stand. And we got it out and we were all going, oh, this is so cool. And we were watching like, it was only having like, the first five channels or whatever, mm. watching something. 
and then because you get the TV guide that has all the films and stuff and we saw that Chicken Run was on later that evening so we all just turned off our TVs and went right let's save it for to watch Chicken Run whenever <laughs> Chicken Run was on and then we all at whatever time it was we all lay on the floor in like a cross mm. so we we had like we we had our TV little TV in front of us and then like in like in the middle facing outwards mm. like a compass they're all back to back yeah and we were all just lying in a little cross watching our own TVs <laughs> but all watching Chicken Run <laughs> that was another kind of Christmas tradition was the photos mm. we used to do like, I would take photos of the four of you and then we'd get loads printed out extra ones mm. so that they could go in all the Christmas cards and everything and then the best one was we got you all sat in a train, so sort of one behind the other, and then your great-grandmother, who was quite sprightly in those days, mm. hitched up her skirt and came to the ends of the row and sat down and put her, her legs were almost to the front. Mm. But yeah, and she said, okay, take another one. And that was a beautiful picture. Mm. Yeah, it was a laugh. Yeah. Get these altered. Arranging them and getting them together. And- and things like doing um, forward rolls all at the same time mm. and getting the picture when you all finish it. And the four of you are controllable. <laughs> if you want to get in contact, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Parents Evening Podcast. You can email us at parentsevening20 at gmail.com. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Thirsty for a bee. Mm. So, your guys' Christmas. 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 That as well. Not my fault I got a crank through it. No, it's your fault for shoving it in your gut. It's even Christmas. Whoop whoop. Whoop. Yeah, in two days. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not for us. But Shit, I better get doing stuff then. For us in the future. Yeah. If you're listening to it, then it's Christmas in two days. Yeah. But right now, it's not Christmas in two days. <laughs> it's Christmas in. 14 days. Yeah. Woo